0: Welcome to Flick Flops, the podcast where we review critically bad movies so you
1: don't have to. From box office bombs to straight to streaming duds, we take a deep dive into the films that miss the mark.
0: Each episode, we'll break down a different movie and give you our honest thoughts on what worked, what didn't, and everything in between.
1: Whether you're a diehard movie buff or just looking for a good laugh,
0: we've got you covered. So grab some popcorn and get ready to join us in a journey through the world of critically bad cinema.
1: This is <laughs> Flick Flops. Welcome back to Flick Flops, the podcast where we take a closer look at movies that missed the mark. Today, Andy and I are discussing The Last Thing He Wanted, a 2020 film directed by Dee Reese and starring Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck and Willem Dafoe. Uh, this movie is based on the novel, the same name, by Joan Didion. It was highly anticipated, but ultimately fell short of expectations. Critics called it convoluted and confusing with weak performances and an uninteresting plot and an uninteresting podcast to go with it. Is it isn't really that bad? Stay tuned as we break down the last thing he wanted and give you our honest thoughts. Andrew, what do you got? So, you
0: know, this is one of the ones I, I threw out there for us to watch. For those that don't know how we, this works, Gary and I just make a master list of films. And, uh, I found this one. Uh, I had, didn't know anything about it. It was ranked as one of the worst films on Netflix,
1: which pulled me in. Um, <laughs> it so always the draw <laughs> this one's really bad all right let's watch it
0: you know it reminds me you remember that commercial where they had the raccoons sorting through the garbage and the guys like this tastes like burnt hair you gotta here you taste it
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's why how is i it, feel why is it when something stinks every, every yeah. you, so this, yeah you smell this movie looks horrible oh gary you
0: want to watch it <laughs> hey let me get gary in on it
1: this movie so, smells take a sniff
0: so um so, yeah, I, I suggested this movie. If you've seen any of our previous shows or if you listened to any of your previous shows, I'm clearly more animated over certain films. This one, I don't I don't have the animation for it. I didn't hate it in a form of like I was angry and wanted money back for something I didn't pay for. Uh, this thing had a budget of one hundred million dollars. That seems like a lot for what it is, but I'm assuming because it was shot on some locations. And probably to pay the actors. I mean, again, you got Anne Hathaway, Ben Affleck, Willem Dafoe, uh, Rosie Perez is in this thing. Uh, so sadly, uh, that much talent doesn't save this movie. No, and I think it's a. This is a prime example of it doesn't matter how much talent you have, it all starts and ends with the story, the plot, and the script. Um, this one, the script, I don't think is that bad. I didn't have any issues with dialogue. The plot is a little weird. I didn't stay with it. I didn't read the book. Uh, yeah, I, I was going
1: to start with that. I did not read the book. So I don't know the source material. Yeah. I, so I don't know how close it is to the book. I don't know. Um, you know, I sometimes mean, it starts with an idea from a book and then it becomes totally something different. So I don't know if this is the same vision of the author.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, you read a lot of the reviews. A lot of them have the same thing where they talk about how the story just falls apart. I mean, one of my favorite reviews is by a guy named Tim Brayton for uh, something called the alternate ending, and his review is simple: is a movie whose main thing is that it's not interesting in any way. And I think that's about true. It's just it, it just doesn't seem to go anywhere. Um, there's things that are unbelievable. I mean, and again, movies are, have a way of being unbelievable. I don't expect this thing to be based in reality, but this one is kind of set in reality. This it's not like a superhero movie, where we have to accept that, you know, a, a woman can turn into a cat. Um,
1: we want to talk movie, a little bit about the plot at all, just, just to kind of give, I mean, you know, so <laughs> let's say somebody comes to this podcast, they're like, okay, I heard this yeah. bad movie. They're, they're like, "Let's let me check this podcast yeah. out and just see what it's about. So, so it takes have, place in the eighties. Yeah. Reagan early. era. Yeah. And, um, I just have a short little thing here. It's very, it's like one sentence. It's basically a veteran DC journalist loses the thread of her own narrative when a guilt propelled errand, errand for her father, thrusts her from byline to unwitting subject in the very story that she's trying to break, which yeah. I think is actually a really good one sentence synopsis of what the movie is. Yeah. That is what gets you in.
0: You know what they left out? It's horrible to watch, though. Oh yeah, they didn't mention (laughs) it. Uninteresting.
1: Well, in in all fairness, I just asked for the plot. I didn't ask for a. uh, (laughs) I didn't ask for a. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, uh, so we yeah we we watch bad movies, and this one I'm gonna put up. It's a bad movie. Is it worth watching? Eh, Maybe. Uh, There's plenty of other movies worth watching. I mean, the thing that gets me is the, the Rotten Tomatoes score on this is it's 5% with the critics and uh, 13% with the audience, which, in contrast, Gary and I did an episode about Catwoman, and Catwoman was at 8% with the critics and 18% with the audience. There is no way in any universe, not even in Bizarro World, that Catwoman is a better movie than this. There's just not. People, that's, I know it's their opinion, but their opinion is wrong.
1: I'm I'm only gonna say this. I, I don't I don't disagree. Um, but I'm going to say that um for 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 whatever plot there is to Catwoman <laughs> to just um at least you can follow it <laughs> as dumb as it was. I'm not saying this movie is you know worse than Catwoman. I want to get that clear. But I am saying um I actually at some point it, I'll be honest with you when I when I watch this movie. This is complete honesty. When I watched this movie, I got to one point where I'm like, did I fall asleep for a minute (laughs) and miss something that happened? Cause I am lost. I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) I seriously was confused. I was like, am I supposed to like should I turn on closed caption? Did I miss somebody saying something? Like I I was seriously lost. Yeah, I, I looked afterwards because I'm like like fill in the blank because did I lose the, time. Cause I really did it. It's you know what? It felt like that. And and I technically I did cause I watched the movie, but um <laughs> this, honestly lost about an hour and what? 50 minutes. something like Yeah. That. I didn't even write the time um, down cause
0: it was like, it just, I matter. honestly,
1: no lie. I looked it up afterwards because I'm like, I need to see somebody else's review to see if it was just me. Cause I like to think I'm, I can follow movies pretty well. Right. And I usually kind of predict a lot of times how movies are gonna end, you know, because you can yeah. follow cliches. This one I honestly lost the plot. I I was wondering at moments in the film whether I I seriously drifted off um and just missed an important part that I didn't catch. Because so, there was there were holes all yeah, over so the place. Yeah, so let me ask,
0: since I just literally just finished watching this movie about two hours ago. Uh and again, spoiler. <laughs> if I'm going to review something, reveal something here that happens at the end. So,
1: Yeah, that's supposed to be a surprise. There is supposed to be a little tiny twist. Uh, okay. it, if that's uh, what you're talking about. But I
0: So, I, I'll, like I said, I'll announce right here spoiler. If you don't want to know how it ends and you're going to watch this movie, then stop right now.
1: Or go back to and watch the
0: movie, just to watch.
1: Yeah, don't watch like yeah, a, <laughs>
0: Look, you're not going to miss anything. <laughs> look, listen to our spoiler and then move on.
1: Yeah okay well I know what that's all about so
0: I'm still at the end talking about the confusion I'm still trying to figure out was Ben Affleck's character the one who set everything up
1: that's what that's how I took it yes
0: because <laughs> that's what I was like I guess he was the mastermind behind
1: Here, all of it yeah here's the th- so yeah it was almost like there is a there is a short area in the sort somewhere towards the beginning where it's where he's like there's this reporter, and it almost like alludes to that in the beginning, sort of, kinda. So, that, which saying? I think they wrap up at the ending and kind of show you that, that that's what he did. So, was he
0: working with her dad?
1: I don't, I don't know. See, so that's what I was gonna say. So, <laughs> you know, I'm so saying was, like,
0: I don't, I don't know. I watched the movie sh- two hours ago, and I'm not positive who the actual puppet master was.
1: I, d- I don't, I don't know. I can't answer. I feel like the whole setup was yes to get her to do Ben Affleck's character was using her to accomplish something. Honestly, I don't know what. But why? Um and and then, you know, of course you got to tie up loose ends, right? But man, huh. I wish they tied up the plot cuz I didn't understand any I didn't understand any of it.
0: So again, I, I so again, I'll preface with massive spoiler here. If you don't want to know how it ends, don't listen right here. So, like Catwoman, (laughs) Hathaway gets shot, right? Gary, do you remember the size, the very small caliber pea shooter gun? Yeah. That is not enough power to drive her off a cliff. (laughs) Unless she was jumping off the cliff as he shot her. Backwards. Yeah. And I looked at Teresa I was like, that gun was – I don't think that would have killed her. right? That would have just like, ow, that hurt. Don't do that. It was a small caliber. If he had a shotgun, again, I could see that. And then again, where are these places where people live with these massive cliffs?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like why do you always communicate you're standing right by a 400-foot drop?
1: So – Yeah, there were a few visual cues to let you know what was coming on that one, I think. Yeah, there um,
0: there was some stuff very easy there was some telegraph stuff in it, movie that I was yeah. like, ah, this just seems like weak filmmaking to me. And maybe it's just I, I don't make it. Maybe I'm nitpicky. So,
1: well, let's talk about real quick, um, because they do mention it in some of these things about the cinematography and everything. It was shot well. And the performances yes. for what they were were great. It's hard to pick on that kind of stuff about this movie, unlike other ones that we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like all that stuff was great. So you've got all these great elements and how is it that the script is just like, it's super boring. It, what I makes mean, you
0: think is the book that bad?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And, and good Lord, I'm not going to waste however many hours. And if it was, then how did it
0: get adapted? Like who picked up a, a mediocre book? Well, you know what this, this needs to be made into a major mission picture.
1: It, it I, from what I understand, people were looking forward to the movie that, the fans of the book. So I guess there was some sort of following from the book, the books from like 96, I think it was 1996. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm interested. I might go to the um, if I can find it
1: and not read the, it. Yeah. Uh, get the cliff notes. No pun intended with the cliff. That's very funny. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I really felt like there you've got all these great elements, but it, you know, What's the saying? Something <laughs> like the, a sum of all the parts. However, that's saying it. All these great elements do not make a great movie, right? Um, you've got all this, these great, you know, it like gets said, back cinematography, to the great actors, all that stuff. Super lost the plot. Um, yeah,
0: I mean the film set in the what like eighty three, eighty four, and yeah. the the. uh, the era, the way the film was shot, it felt like a 1980s movie. I had no problem with any of that. It Mm -hmm. felt like you were in the 1983. The scenery was dated very well. Uh, One thing that I'll say that that was in there, and it did kind of bump me just a little, was there's a lot of smoking in this thing because at that time in in the world, smoking wasn't, you know, you didn't have to have warning signs. People smoked. It was something that happened. It wasn't a trigger point. What Mm -hmm. I didn't like is it felt like 'Cause I'm assuming Anne Hathaway does not smoke in real life. Maybe she does. It didn't look like she, she was a smoker. It looked like it was a forced attribute to her character and it didn't be needed to be there. It didn't move the needle at all in the movie. So I don't those things like that. Again, again, I know that's very nitpicky, but I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, why are you making her character such a smoker? Unless it's a key part of the of the the storyline, which I just didn't feel like it was to me. And again, I know that's nitpicky, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: There's some stuff at the beginning too that I that, uh, that I wish I'd. Have ta- I didn't I, I didn't take any notes on this movie. I'll be honest. I, yeah, I got so lost that I didn't even know what I would make a notation I, on. I, I just wrote down talk smoking. About
0: it. And the <laughs> one the one highlight I have of the movie, I'll get to when you're ready.
1: Okay, so in the it's somewhere near the beginning, kind of the whole setup for this whole thing is Willem Dafoe's character is like, I, I guess he's starting to have dementia, or. Is i thought he? it was cancer <laughs> is he like he was talking about stuff where um it made it look like he was confused about it because he was off his meds or some I don't, I don't know and but then he was in the hospital and she comes to see him and she realizes no the things he's saying are truthful but i think that maybe was part of the whole because it never feels like everything is a, a real detail <laughs> yeah um You never know for sure if what he was telling her is right or not. And, you know, who's, who's she going to meet? She's going to fly down and with these weapons or whatever and get money. And then she doesn't get the money and then she's lost and running off. And, and that was another thing that didn't make sense to me. There's, there's a lot of parts where she's in a place and all of a sudden she has access to Ben Affleck. She goes and visits him and I'm like, I never explained. Yeah. I thought she was lost somewhere and she's, you know, like, I don't know. That part was so confusing to me, too. And that happened a lot. There's a lot of parts where she goes running off to see Ben Affleck. It's like, how is he there? Like, what? How did this? Because like, I thought like, she.
0: I think his character, he's like an assistant to the secretary of state.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like
0: you're just hanging out in Costa Rica.
1: Yeah. It really, really and, crazy.
0: And like when she she takes the little car from the guy when they're out driving in the, the, the fields and she she steals the, the little Jeep from him. and Yeah. She yeah. suddenly knows her way around Santa, right. San Jose, Costa Rica. And, yeah, I'll find and she's my not, way. She's not nervous or afraid.
1: Right. Yeah. I
0: get lost in downtown Cincinnati and I panic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she's just like, yeah, I just found a hotel and I'm doing this and I'm picking up the phone. And I get, yeah,
1: okay. the only thing I'll say about that is I think she was supposed to be an embedded journalist at some point. Because in the very beginning when she's going around with Rosie Perez and like Rosie Perez, is like the photographer that goes on the trip with her.
0: Well, and, is that where they were? Did I no,
1: them? no. In the very beginning, I think they were like, um, San well, I don't Salvador, remember where they're somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Some place where they were like, um, well, I thought the whole thing was a setup to the Contra. Yeah. That's thing. how I thought it was heading. The, the, yeah.
0: I thought it was be a knock on the, uh, Iran Contra affair. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of a, a pick on Reagan type film, but right. I didn't necessarily get that. So no, uh, I don't think there's
1: anything super clear about anything in the whole movie. Really? Yeah um that which i think is probably what everybody's complaint with it was was right there was a lot of really convoluted parts to it um like that part with the jeep where she gets the guy out of the jeep and she takes she commandeers it and then the next thing you know she's in a hotel room you know (laughs) at some place she somehow found her way around
0: what if you back up a little bit that scene when they are at the um he takes her to this compound right it was a bunch of military guys and some Some kids playing a soccer match or playing around the soccer ball. Now, everybody's standing around with like automatic weapons, machine guns, and she just whips out her camera and starts snapping pictures. Like, no one's (laughs) going to stop and go, Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's there, Ansel Adams. This is a military base.
1: (laughs) Right. Just nothing.
0: Like, oh, it just gives her a pass. Like, okay. There's pictures of the illegal Contras hiding in the woods.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's bizarre. That was bizarre. I forgot about that part, but that, yeah, that was weird too.
0: So Gary, do you want my one highlight?
1: Yes, because I don't have anything left to talk about. appreciate this, my
0: friend. My one lone highlight, and this was reaching for a highlight, but I'm going to take it. So in movies, a lot of times you'll see the, uh, they'll show a scene and then they'll they'll have typewriter print at the bottom of, you know, 13 years later. The one highlight of it when it said Cincinnati, Ohio. (laughs) like that's my old hometown that's where Gary is located I'm yeah. not, I'm in Nashville now but I spent my life yeah. in Cincinnati and I always feel a bit of pride when I see our city our fair city
1: okay uh, you're gonna have to okay so you're gonna have to refresh my memory on that particular part <laughs> because while I was while I did notice it takes took place in Cincinnati during that scene was there any establishing shot of Cincinnati
0: not one at all
1: I didn't think so it's I'm like sure. Cincinnati because I was room. like oh my wow. room so some- <laughs>
0: How how would I have known that if you didn't yeah. put it up there?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was nothing. I didn't think so. I was like, because again, I could have fallen asleep. And so again, but...
0: director wise, you could have did an establishing shot of of the Queen City, uh, the downtown, yeah. the 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 fountain, right. and then cut to conference yeah. room celebrating yeah. uh, the Secretary of State George Schultz's wife her birthday. Right. Got it. Right. Now Cincinnati, Ohio. Got yeah. it.
1: <laughs> but no, it just so, takes place. And again, inside of that ballroom or whatever that they had the it, birthday it, party <laughs> it was unnecessary you didn't have to put yeah. the city
0: in because it didn't make any sense to the film it,
1: yeah it didn't have any yeah exactly it didn't add to it in any way
0: <laughs> but way way to represent our city there yeah so that was it that's my lone highlight and I really I have nothing else to say about the movie I think I've said I've spoiled enough for anybody that might still want to watch this film I, <laughs> I it's it's rated, um, hang on, what was the thing I saw? Let me get out of my screen here. Let me find this one thing I want to put. Uh, Where's it at? Uh, I, I read it somewhere. Where's uh, I'm trying to find this one. Oh, real quick, some trivia. This, so this is actually, I think at one time, was rated the the worst movie on Netflix streaming service. Uh, I don't know if, if that still stands, but
1: that was a. Uh, well, oh, how a, could you even know now? You know, yeah. I think all that stuff's kind of hidden anyway, so you don't really get it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here
0: it. it is. It's in my notes right here. So uh, a couple of quick trivia things. Um And this this would have made the film so much better for me. Uh Ben Affleck replaced Nicolas Cage. Oh, my
1: gosh. How Who much knows much- what kind of movie that would have been? dude? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage is like pepper for me. He like, he, like he's a seasoning that just makes. You, anything better
0: you never go no no that's enough pepper just a little bit more <laughs> oh I mean,
1: you know what can i go can, can i go off on a tangent that has nothing to do with movies real Go, quick? man go okay. um tara made dinner the other day <laughs> this is my wife tara yeah. for those who um tara made dinner the other night and uh, i don't want to pick on her cooking or anything but um she's like i just whipped up so she's like i didn't i had i had chicken i had green beans i had potatoes i just put something together you know
0: sounds good sounds good i've got a, a similar story that'll we'll, we'll like
1: and we can throw it in here because i mean we need to take up a little bit of time because the movie was just that un. so it was it was, so, it was bad enough to
0: write anything down just like i got yeah. nothing to say here watch the movie or don't i don't because i fell
1: asleep i think and i'm still not sure
0: <laughs> gary blacked out
1: anyway she comes up she goes just eat it just eat it like just eat my food you know and, the, and i was like okay i will so I might
0: that's selling it well.
1: I made a plate and I said, Tara, um, you know, me and pepper. I have always said pepper makes food great. Like I just, I'm, I don't know what it is. Salt. Okay. I love pepper. Okay. I just do. I said, I don't think I've ever, like, I don't like, I used to get coleslaw from freshers or something. I put a ton of pepper on it. I'm a pepper guy. Right. I've always said, I don't think that you can put too much pepper on stuff until now. And I said, <laughs> And so I said, uh, and that's the Nicholas Cage reference, but I was like, um, I said, um, my my mom, we were talking about something later. And I was like, yeah, Tara made dinner tonight. It was one part chicken, one part potatoes, one part green beans, one part pepper, <laughs> black pepper. <laughs> we're not talking about green pepper. Anyway, it was really bad. So, uh, um, yeah, to sum up. Pepper is my, Nicolas Cage is my pepper. You know? I don't <laughs> exactly. think you can get too much pepper. I, I could the other night, but you, normally you can't get too much pepper.
0: In normal circumstances, you, you can't get enough Cage. Nicolas Cage. I, that get, I, would get
1: have, I probably would have enjoyed it just to see him I'll, in it.
0: I would have too. I mean, uh, Cage is one of our favorites, and uh, I would have loved to seen that movie.
1: We will bring out the Cagey at some point. Yes. Maybe a one-year anniversary or something. We'll break yeah. out the Cageys. Uh,
0: my, my quick cooking story is I, 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 um, I, I don't, I have an air fryer. I don't use it very often cause I don't really know how to use it. And, uh, I saw this recipe, some internet chef guy, a you know, quick little like TikTok-y video of this. Take a chicken breast and you, you, uh, you, you fillet it. You put some, um, marinara sauce in it and some pepperoni and some ma- mozzarella. And you season it a little bit. And you put it in your, air fryer for since 17 minutes at 200 degrees um it still looked raw so i cooked it a little more and mm-hmm. again i don't know how much longer to go so i just kind of like i'll just put it in and see what happens and i pull it out and i check my well, i got a little temperature thing because I, I really have a fear of eating uncooked chicken yeah so i check my temperature temperature it's cooked it's done i pull it out put it on a plate teresa's eating hers and i said how is it she's like it's not bad and i, I take a bite and i'm like that is fucking god awful <laughs> She was being generous. I just <laughs> threw mine right in the garbage and pulled out a damn microwavable meal out of the damn. Refrigerator.
1: <laughs> and she's like, How does that happen? How does like, that happen?
0: And I said, it's it's uned it's uneatable. Unedible. It's 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 don't-.
1: chicken marinara sauce. Jeez. I the, the, cook, the cook was wrong. Oh, okay. And
0: I, I cooked it too then. That became rubbery and dry, and I was like, This is awful. I don't want to eat this. Yeah. And I showed her the video, she was like, well, that does look delicious. I was like, Does that look like what I made? She goes, Not at all. I said, That's throw it away. Yeah. Anyway, I, I yeah. digress. Uh, I wanted to say real quick. Uh, so Nicolas Cage was supposed to make that movie. It was infamously noted as being the lowest rated, most disliked movie on Netflix. Interesting. Uh, so the challenge is now to find something worse than that. And you talk about the talent. This film includes uh, two Oscar winners with Anne Hathaway and Ben Affleck and two nominees with Willem Dafoe and Rosie Perez. But it to prove that you just – can't make you know, you can't make a pig any prettier than it
1: is. You can't polish a turd.
0: Uh, I don't know yeah. if you can, but it's just not so. Anyway, uh, and then keep in mind that, um, this is something the re- reference callback to the one of the movies we just reviewed. Uh, Ben and Ann both played DC characters. Ben played Batman, and Anna Hathaway played Selena in The Dark Knight Rises.
1: Nice, so we got that. I got that um, i've got um i just wanted to note that um this is kind of what helped helped me understand once i watched the movie that i wasn't alone um uh entertainment weekly the last thing he wanted is a mess of a movie a jumbled an incoherent pile up of scenes that fail to add up to a coherent story that's Robert, fair yeah that's fair roger type. ebert doc- Calm. It's almost impossible to know what's going on for much of the film, which only becomes more frustrating as it goes along. <laughs>
0: that's perfect. I agree. I can't yeah. make that any better. Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel like that. that's what made me go, oh, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't nod off. It's I, horrible. It's just that it's, it's that bad of a movie. A time warped.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. So how do you rate this, Gary, on your scale? Um, I mean, keep in mind, one is what you want. One is a good movie. Right, Five right. is a bad movie. Right. I mean, bad, bad.
1: I, I would have to go with probably four rolls of toilet paper on this. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It was not much to watch. But there is at least good performances. And, you know, I yeah. can't I can't give it the full rating of don't watch it. Right. Um. I mean, I'm telling you not to watch it, but um, I can't give it the full like this is this is not worth your time uh, because I feel like that leaves no ground for for Catwoman and other movies to to be worse. You know, (laughs) so I would give it four.
0: I will give it um, this is just not coming to me because I didn't put any thought to it. I'm going to go with three poop emojis only because um, the acting is, is really good. You know, Anne Hathaway uh, it looks; she does a great job. Perez does a good job. I, I love Willem Dafoe, so yeah, uh, I'll give it a three. It's it's. Uh, would I tell anybody to watch it? No. But if you said, "Hey, have you seen this movie? Do you think I should watch it?" I no, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel compelled, uh, I don't think you'll be angry at the end. You'll just be confused. Yeah. Uh, and you'll, be, you'll come back and have the same questions like who set all this up and where's the yeah. money and, wh- and where, why is there well, cocaine instead of money? And
1: why, wait, what point did I accidentally not off? Cause yeah. I don't know what's going on.
0: I don't know. I need a bro. I need a, I need to get my Garmin out to follow the script. Cause I don't know where I'm at. I
1: don't think that'll even help.
0: Hey, ways. Can you help me get through this? <laughs> So I give it three poop emojis and uh, I would flush it down. It's brown. Flush it down.
1: Got to flush it. All right. Well, we closing out. Anything else?
0: I got nothing else to add.
1: Well, that's a wrap on our review of The Last Thing You Wanted. While this movie definitely had some issues and we found a few things to appreciate, very little. (laughs) From Anne Hathaway's powerful performance to the stylish cinematography, there were moments that stood out. Small caliber moments.
0: Yeah.
1: But overall, we agree with the critics on this one that it missed the mark. Thanks for tuning in to flick flaps. We'll see you next time for another deep dive into a critically bad.